0: the rap lab walk 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 to the rap lab walk 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 to the rap lab walk to, to, to the rap lab walk to the rap lab Welcome to the Rap Lab, Rap Lab, Rap Lab. gentlemen it's sunday you know what that means
1: it's a new episode of the rap lab it's your boy it's like candy alfre
2: to the d and i have more respect for a man who lets me know where he stands even if he's wrong than the one who comes up like an angel and is nothing but a devil quoted by the great malcolm x this is yours truly qg
3: what up up? and ain't no father like me it's your boy the rev barber mc
1: and uh, before we start, I just want to say a happy Valentine's Day to all the couples and everybody who got somebody out there. Uh, a couple of announcements before we uh, get into it. Uh, again, um, the Rap Lab merch available at teespring.com. T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com. Search up the Rap Lab. Uh, we're going to have some new merch available real soon, hopefully. Um, including our Rap Lab signature t-shirts. Uh, Mr. QG has the first one coming out. And, um yeah. once that, uh, once that design gets uploaded by the distributor, um, I think y'all gonna like it. Cause you know, this show is rated TV QG. So stay All tuned day for that. Every day. Stay tuned for that. Um, we got some new artwork coming uh, on the way. So definitely that'll be, uh, that'll be on some merch. Cop that. And of course, June 25th through the 27th Boardwalk Buds Convention. Rap Lab will be there live. L-I-V-E in the flesh. Um, Come hang out with us Uh, for a hundred dollars. You get access to six wrestling shows, one MMA show, two comedy shows, uh, herbal themed game, a game night. And you get a speed dating hosted by uh, wrestling, professional wrestling, ring announcing Larry Legend. So all that and much, much more. We're going to have a table there all three days. So come by, say hi, smoke one, roll one. Puff, puff, pass, you know, to the left. Puff, pass the Dutchie to the left-hand side. And uh, so, you give it to me, I'll give you a, I'll give you a mixed CD. So yeah. it's all good. and uh, I'll stop
2: it. You know nothing about that record, man. You ashamed of your roots. Stop
1: <laughs> it. Listen, man, everybody know about that record, all right? But, uh, yeah, June 25th through 27th, Atlantic City Showboat Hotel. Uh, we look forward to seeing y'all out there. And uh, with that said, we got a very interesting topic um, on the docket today, fellas. Um, something that's uh, sure to turn a lot of heads, uh, especially for the OGs that listen to this show. Shout outs to them. Uh, we're going to talk about why New York fell off as the universal leader in hip hop. And um, this is a, a topic that's, uh, I feel like, because, uh, because it makes New York look bad, a lot of New York niggas don't like talking about it, but we're going to talk about it today. So, um Let's start with the history first. Like you, you look at like rap, like it's no secret. Like hip hop originated in New York, and I would say it's fair to say, like the seventies and eighties, like New York like dominated hip hop. If it didn't come out of New York, like it wasn't, it wasn't legit. Wouldn't y'all? Wouldn't y'all
2: agree with that? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they call New York the mecca for a reason. It was actually the place to go. Even if you were from another state, you wanted to come to New York and you wanted to get uh, a big break in New York. You wanted to get fans in New York. You know, you had people from California, you had people from the South, you had people from the Midwest. New York was the place to go in order to make a break in the music business. And it could be for any genre besides hip hop. So, yeah, New York was very, very important at that at that particular time.
1: Yeah, and and, and the saying and, and yeah to, to touch on your point, um, show business, entertainment in general. They always used to say, if "You can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere." Thanks. And true. yeah, and, it, and even if like if we like take a look, right, and just at like artists before the '90s that came out of New York, LL Cool J, Run DMC. Um, it don't have to be New York City because Long Island even had it up and coming. De La Soul, EPMD. Um, yeah, so it's, it's like, it's like a who's who of the, of, the, of the 70s and 80s. Look at, um, I mean, I know I joke about Busy B. Starsky all the time, but <laughs> uh that bad got served in the supermarket. But anyway, um, yeah, the whole, the whole Juice Crew, Boogie Down Productions, like, New York was pumping out a lot of heat in the 80s. LL Cool J came on later on in the 80s. So, def, matter of fact, Def Jam was formed in the 80s. So. And Def Jam is is still today the the mo- one of one of if not the most prominent uh, hip hop labels of, of all time. But then uh, towards the end of the eighties, early nineties, the the West Coast took over, and we've chronicled that in uh, previous episodes on this podcast, uh, preferably the ninety five Source Awards, but um, which is available in the archive. But um, let me let well see y'all 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 grew up here, so let me ask you, E, like. Especially because, like, I know like, strong roots uh, uh, to Wu-Tang and whatnot. Like, what was your feeling on West Coast dominating uh,
3: in in the late? Well, when that had happened, I kind of just saw that, you know, it was someone else's time to have the ball. And, you know, we had a lot of strong artists here, you know, while being raised here and, and listening to everything that was going on in the radio and stuff like that. There was no doubt in my mind that New York would be back on top in a matter of no time i mean the west coast definitely had their unique sound and they were on to something but i feel like in hip-hop it always evolves and even in the background we had guys like you know Redman, onyx like dudes like them still um bringing consistent music to the table but as far as the west coast you know it, it was just a, a hard thing to to overcome but at the end you know new york hip-hop definitely came back strong
0: like the, the Chronic and Doggy Style
1: and, and yes. Biggest for Life was getting all the uh, airtime and love and attention and New York was kind of like sleep
2: oh for me personally I loved it I mean you know music is music even though I'm from New York watching the emergence of NWA and Ice T and everything like that you know even though they were good They weren't getting the credit that they deserved. In fact, NWA got booed in New York when they first started out. And um, just to see how things became full circle when The Chronic came about, even before The Chronic, because Ice Cube got his big break in New York when he went solo. You know, he stayed out in Long Island. We talked about it. He was down with Public Enemy and the Bomb Squad, and he came back to the Apollo no At more Jerry James. Curl. Yeah. No more Jerry Curl. New haircut. And dropped a classic, uh, America's Most Wanted. So just to see that and to see the rise of Snoop Dogg, the Dog Pound, and Comp Most Wanted, Quick, and all these other guys, I I, I loved it because music was music for me. And if I like the music, no matter where you're from, I'm going to bump it. So I just thought it was a matter of time. But like E said, you know, everything comes back around, everybody gets their turn, and it was the West Coast turn.
1: And, um, it, it, it's crazy to me, because, like, 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 going back to, to the 80s for a second, New York had all this heat, and, and you could even look at albums, like, um, we had uh, Criminal Minded, we had Long Live Decay, we had Paid in Full, uh, we had Three Feet High and Rising, so, like, you know, like, like New York is New York is that, you know, I, I would say like the the rap capital of of the United States. I can, matter of fact, we could even say the world because it wasn't no international rap at the time. And right. like it's it's just amazing to me how New York had like this this stronghold for just for so long. Like you know, Cool G rap was around. Like you know, and then and then out of nowhere, like on the other side of the country. All of a sudden you get uh, you get NWA like you mentioned um, you get ice you get iced tea and the funny thing is like I've always also called New York like the hater capital of, of, of hip-hop because <laughs> as, y'all, as y'all would know on on New York radio and radio is very 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 big. New York radio like, if you if you wasn't from New York,
2: your record wasn't getting played on on the radio. Oh, they used to diss them all the time in New York make fun of the West Coast accent and, you know, the jerry curls and all that stuff like that. Yeah, New York, New York was playing hardball with uh, the West Coast and the South, too, because we talked about it in the archives. What happened to Outcast at the Source Wars, They got booed.
1: Yep, they got booed. And little did everybody know them, uh, them boys would, would become icons for the South.
2: Yeah, but so um, the South got something to say. Yeah, uh, he said it. <laughs>
1: Yep, and got booed off the stage. But the reason they got booed off the stage was because they they was in the they was out there in the middle of the East Coast West Coast War. And I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. But just to recap it, because we might have some new listeners or people that don't know what we're talking about. But you know, the, it all started with a man named Tim Dog, and huh. you
4: know,
1: that man that man said, "Uh, fuck Compton," and that's what started it off. So yep, yep. And 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 it's and it's funny to me because the man who started it off became the most minuscule player of them all. When when you
2: look at who was involved, I mean they went after him, dog. He got responses from everybody in Compton. Went on his head, man. It was yep. uh, it was him versus the world, bro. Compton wasn't playing that game. I remember uh, listening to Dre Day and. Uh, Snoop Dogg Dogg addressed him as Tim M-U-T. That was one of Yo, I could spit that whole verse right down. That was my favorite. And I'm from New York. Yo, when I heard that verse, play with my bone, which Timmy, it seems like you're good for making jokes about you, Jimmy. I was like, oh, man. What? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: But then you know about the
2: Jimmy joke that he must not like. His mother was a (laughs) Frisco dyke fuck your mama i'm talking about you and me toe to toe tim mut Yo, Snoop was wild with that boy bro
1: but but yeah man like and and i've always found it funny because like but but you know what it goes both ways because like new york had that unity at that point you know what i mean mm-hmm. like new yes. york was new york was strictly if you're not from here we not playing your shit but if you're from here you could get the airplay so like it, it's a weird dynamic cuz you have niggas like um yeah, you got you got niggas who drop uh songs and albums, ain't getting no airplay anywhere else, but they got airplay in New York.
2: Right. Oh man. Um I'm glad you brought that up because you guys remember the West Side Connections debut album. Number one in the country, but no spins on the East Coast radio station.
1: Which is crazy because Westside Connection is one of the is one I, I feel is one of the best uh groups out of the West Coast. That's Ice Cube, WC Mac Ten. And um uh, they they were so fed up that they had a, a song on there, um All I, the critics in New,
2: York. Critics yeah. In New York. Yeah. So. <laughs> they went in and, 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 and again we're gonna talk about it, you know, throughout this show, you know, as as one of the reasons. But yeah, their their criticism was really at the media. You know what I mean? Like the like the magazines and the reporters that touched on this stuff because and E you can you can atone to this as well because you know how important it is for publication. If you're being promoted and if you're being pushed all over the place and you got just as much credibility as that rapper, that artist they're promoting, they're not talking about you. You're going to feel away. You're going to be like, wait, I'm just as good, if not better. Where's my magazine spread?
3: Right. Of course. And everything was going more so to the New York artists, you know, like all the promotions, like you said, everything on radio. There wasn't much um, noise here from the West Coast because, you know, we didn't we didn't put that out there on radio or even on videos. Uh, DJ Quick quoted saying on a
2: song called uh, PSFU2, he said, if you look in the source mag and don't see me, it's because the East Coast is the enemy.
4: Mm. He
2: said that. But but why do y'all but but why do y'all think that New York was
1: at was was acting like that?
3: Because we're the hater capital of the world, <laughs> like you said. I think we probably were still salty about everything that went down, like you know, with the West Coast and stuff like that. But you know, media had a big part in that, in, in pitting us against those guys, and yes. in, instead of us like you know, kind of just respecting their time with the ball, hip hop is just a su- super competitive thing. So you had these guys in New York that took it like to the heart, and you know a lot of good music was made in the meantime, between time. But like, you know, we did everything we could in New York to pretty much act like the West Coast didn't exist.
2: And you had people that were in charge of the labels and in charge of the, um, especially you know in the New York radio. New York wanted to hold on to that. Clutch that we are the epicenter We are the best, we are number one Hip-hop flows through us And right. to see the West Coast Sell more Than us And to create a brand new sound That was Respected They were like No, we can't let this happen So we, we have to try to stop it We can't stop it using our sales We can't stop it using our MCs So we got to just hate and paint this narrative that these people out in the West coast, they're not as lyrical as us. They can't make hit records like us. They can't, but they couldn't stop it. So, and, 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 and again, you had people in New York that appreciated what was going on. Like when you listen to ready to die, the intro, when you follow the timeline on the intro where Biggie is becoming a man, when he was locked up at the time and getting out of jail Mm -hmm. we're looking at 1994 the hottest rapper out the gate was Snoop Doggy Dogg and he played the song the shiznit in the background of his intro and that was a sign of respect so even even a tribe called quest was being accused of haters the fugees were looked at as haters you know like you had a lot of people that made these records that were taken out of context or interviews that were taken out of context saying that they were hating on the West coast sound and everything like that. And, uh, and also a big component of that. You got to look at Tupac because Tupac was very, very paranoid when he came out of jail. And by the way, for everybody out there listening, we're getting to the anniversary of the all eyes on me, double disc CD, great classic 25 years. Oh man. What, what an album, but it's like everything that was coming out of New York or New Jersey or any part of the East Coast that made him even think that they were talking about California. He went at their head, and he went. And in so, he and he, he went. He so fuel people. to the fire.
1: He went at so many people. He even attacked. He attacked who? He attacked the Fugees, De La Soul. Yeah, um, a tribe called Quest. Um.
2: Bob uh, Deep. Mob Deep, yep. Deep. Oh, Nas. Jay-Z. Oh, my lord. Like, it was just... But it's crazy how crazy that was because he had love for Smith & Weston, He had love for Wu-Tang. He did, he did these records with him. He tried to sign them to Death Row East, you know. um He, he was fucking with Greg Nice heavy for yeah. yeah. He got a song with Big Daddy Kane. He got a song with Big Daddy Kane that's unreleased called Wherever You Are. So... He had love for that, but at the same time, competition was so heavy between you know California and New York and all these other
3: regions in the East and West. Yeah, yeah he was aligned with uh, Boot Camp Click as well. Oh yeah, loved him.
1: There's a story that goes around about when uh when uh Buckshot and Coco Brothers Coco Brothers, um, uh, went to Tupac's house and they recorded. Um, Q, you probably heard the story over. Uh, it was like all, all Tupac would eat was uh, hot wings and
2: sun-kissed orange soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, his diet was something else, man. That's all he had. Hot wings with the hot sauce and sun-kissed orange soda, some Hennessy. Like, you know, that was Pac's diet. But, yeah, there was some. But you know what? And and and, and Eric touched on this earlier. This, this goes to show you how powerful the media is. The media never talked about. How East and West Coast artists would get together in between the time that there was a quote unquote war. Like you had people work together. It wasn't an all-out thing or this person against that person. You had rappers come together from the East Coast and West Coast. Hell, you had Redman on MC8 We Come Strapped album on a song with Spice One. You can't get more East and West than that. Well,
1: um, didn't um, no, that was Method Man.
2: Not, no, not, no, 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 no. Right, no, no. On the We Come Strapped album, MC8, he, he has a song with Spice One and Redman, but what you're referring to is... Got no, my no, mind I think,
1: no, 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 what, no. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Spice One's album. um, 187 he wrote where Method Man was on there. Yeah, Method Man was on there. Correct. But... Yo, they don't man. talk about that. Nah, they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> because... Um, Nah, they don't, and it's, it's all an, it, it was all a narrative because um, you had you had some uh, you had some West Coast artists who was like you said was wasn't beefing with nobody from New York. A lot of people was neutral,
4: exactly.
1: So, and like Method Man, he was on all lies on me. He was on an MC8 album, like you said. He was on a Spice One album. So clearly, um, nobody had beef with the boys from Staten Island. But um, it, it, looking back at it, it's just amazing to me. Like. And you know what? I also figured to, to be a factor in this. Remember, we talking about the '90s. There, it, it, the technology was far different and, le- and less advanced than it is now, as far as music goes. Like nowadays, yep. you can hop on Apple Music. You, you didn't even have no cell. Well, there were cell phones back then, but they weren't. Right. Like, yeah, there
2: was phones. no social media. No social yeah. media.
1: No streaming. So, <laughs> like nowadays, like some 15 year old kid could just pull out their phone. And and instantly pull up a Kendrick Lamar song in like twenty seconds. And yeah. Nobody like like back then you had to buy the CD and if you wasn't sure about these West Coast cats or or anybody else for that matter, because not even just the West Coast, but like even in the Midwest, because they wasn't yeah. they wasn't nobody in New York was checking for common in '94. Twista. Yeah. never got the credit he deserved in the early '90s.
3: Yeah. Word. Anybody from the Midwest.
1: So. Right it's just L.O. Oh, and let's not even forget Down South. Down South didn't even oh. need
2: the fucking map. So, right. And even though that they were even though they had the records, they weren't getting the spins, they weren't getting the play and and again, certain it, it, it all depended on the rapper. Like a lot of like Scarface got heavy respect. They didn't play a lot of his joints out here. You had to have been a fan in order to check him out. UGK was out. And I'm glad you brought that up because Pimp C, he, he he didn't care. Like, if he felt that you were hating, he'd call you out. You guys know about that song, Quit Hating the South? Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, man, he didn't play. He called people out on it. He's like, y'all hating on us because the West Coast. He said the East Coast started it. The West Coast made it better. Then the South took it and ran with it. Hmm. He did not play around.
1: He said that on a record. And if you want to talk about people talking about hip hop like that, remember I used to love her by Common. He's Ooh. detailing how hip hop moved around from place to place, right? So, like, it, it, it's just crazy, to me. But like, but even even like you said earlier, Q with Ice Cube, um, his first album was produced primarily by the Bomb Squad, which is Public Enemies production team. So yep. obviously like there's no there's no issue and, and you know what's funny? That album, America's Most Wanted, when you think about it, recorded in New York. Everything was done in New York.
2: But yet that album didn't get no play in New York either. Exactly.
3: Because mm-hmm. West Coast artists.
2: They're labeled as the West Coast artist. Even though he had D on there and Flavor Flav on there, and he shouted out a lot of the East Coast rappers.
4: Yeah,
2: it did. Not, you know, because you know, Cube, part of the Cube, stayed in New York for a while. So, you know, the rappers loved him. But it's just the media, like you guys said, and the radio stations, they weren't giving Ice Cube the credit that he deserved. And You know, I got something else for you guys. You know, a lot of people, correct me if I'm wrong, when Cypress Hill came out, didn't a lot of people mistake them from New York as well?
3: That's yeah, I believe question. so.
2: I'm gonna tell you why. Because on the uh, because for the video, how could I just kill a man? They shot that in New York. Mm. Q-tip was in the video. Ice Cube was in the video. So it made you wonder, especially that song, because it's the early '90s. Where was Cypress Hill signed to? They were at Rough House.
4: Mm.
2: That's like a New York-based label. So they was out here having nothing but love. Like they was down with the Fuji's and when Nas got signed, everybody was on the same label at the same time.
1: Yeah, I mean that you you do you do make a good point. And like in the 90s, that's when New York started coming up. But you know what? You know what I think also like had New York wanting to separate more. Like when Tupac got shot at Quad, I think like that even like Added fuel to the fire, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it did. It, did. it caused a lot of dissension, and, and 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 like it's it's even it's even crazier because, like, I know we talked about Funk Master Flex here a couple of weeks ago, but that man, he is like the ultimate, you know, he's like the ultimate gatekeeper of New York radio. Like, if it's if, like in the 90s, Flex was like, Yo, if you don't come from here, you ain't getting no play, not not from me.
2: And that's messed up, man. Yeah. I didn't like that at all from from Flex. Because you know what? And a lot of West Coast rappers and West Coast radio stations and a lot of people that lived out there, they was like, yo, anytime New York comes out here, we roll out the red carpet for y'all. But when we go out there, we get nothing but criticism and disrespect. So it's like, what the hell is that about? So I I understood their sentiment when they said that. They was like, yo, Y'all come out here, y'all break your records, you do your shows out here in the West Coast, but when we go out there, it's a problem. And and to add further to your point, look what happened with the dog pound when they shot New York, New York in New York.
1: Yeah, we talked. The we trailer
2: talk. got shot up.
1: Yep, huge it, because huge controversy.
2: Biggie went on Hot ninety seven and
1: he told people where they was at, and people took that lyric because they said that Snoop was crushing
2: the building. Mm-hmm. And I pointed out in the archive episode he did that after the trailer got shot. As a response to that. They didn't crush the buildings in the in the beginning of the shoot. When the trailer got shut up, Snoop was like, F that, man. Y'all gonna do that? We gonna do this.
3: Yeah. I fully so.
2: But I but honestly, I, I think that uh I think that
1: New York losing to the West Coast was actually a good thing for New York because Look what! Look what followed. We had into the thirty-six chambers. We yeah. had Matic. We had Ready, Ready to Die. die. We yes, had um the infamous. Like I feel like those four
2: albums helped bring New York back from the dead. Reasonable Not, doubt too. Reasonable yeah. doubt is a classic, but it gets thrown to the side sometimes. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people
1: don't talk about reasonable doubt as much as they should. But agreed. That album is that album is part of it. It's funny because when people talk about New York being brought back to life, like. I feel like Tribe don't get credit credit in that regard. But I feel I'll like they was a part of too. it, too. I feel like they was a part of it, too. So, like, I, I feel like it was healthy for New York because I would yeah. say New York was, like, dead from, like, maybe, I don't know, 88 to, like, 92, if, I, if I'm going to be accurate.
2: That's yeah. a fair assessment. Yeah, or, or, assessment. Or, or, or if not dead, like, on life support. yeah. Because like, because like Eric said, even though you had records still coming out of New York, compared to the West Coast, it wasn't getting the the you know like the respect that it deserved as far as lyricism and as far as content. Because with the West Coast, look at the lifestyle of the West Coast. You had the you had the cars, you had the weed, you had the clothes, you had the slang. People thought that was cool. And same as how Jay Z said he made the Yankee cap. More famous than the Yankee did. If you had a white Sox hat, it was dope. Cause who was wearing white Sox hats out there? Dr. Dre, Cube, all the rest of them. Yep,
1: that's true. Or or Raiders hat for that matter.
2: Talk about it. The Raiders apparel, it was cool to wear.
1: Yeah, like like, and and that all became that all became signature West Coast stuff. Even even a bottle of St. Ives, it was associated <laughs> with the West Coast. Yeah, like so like the west coast had like their their trademarks but like it's 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 now looking back at it and, and hindsight is really a son of a bitch but like looking back at it like yo new and I, and I I'll say it right here on the air and I know I will probably get some heat for it, but yo new york new york was tripping man cuz they would play new york records in the west exactly shit i heard new york records in the south so it's like it's crazy, but but you know what the real catalyst was that it started the second downfall in New York, man. When when Big got killed, like that's when that's when it started to you know Yeah, that was slide, terrible. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. And and, and, and and you know when Big got killed, the, they they pointed the black guy at the West, like oh man, y'all killed our man. That's how New York felt. But yeah. but 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 you know why they
1: said that? Because where did he get killed? In the West, right. Exactly, and and I've said it before, but nah, he should have never went out there. At, at least, never. at least
2: not that soon. Six no.
1: months after Pac got killed, nah, that no. was not the place he no. wanted
2: to. No, too soon. And you know what was bad about that too, man? Like when they was out there, Big was getting death threats. They was out there partying. They was all around. This man was in the mall, and this is this is by witness accounts. Biggie was in the mall. And somebody was up on the upper deck. You know how malls work. You got the first floor, second floor, whatever. Yeah. He was on the first floor. Somebody was on the second floor shouting it out. West side. Rah, 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 boom, we going to kill you. Rah, rah. They was yelling at this dude. <clears throat> in the mall, threatening him. Like, big man, I would have got out of there, bro. Like, I don't care if it's an album or not. Even, and you guys know the Life After Death skit where he was talking to Puff. And Puff was like, oh, Cali? He's like, yeah, you know, we gotta get this paper. No, nah, man. Yep, that was uh
1: right right before going back to Cali on that track.
2: No, nah, man. And and Easy Mo B felt the way about that song. You know that fella? Mm, did you know that? Yeah, Easy Mo B who 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 produced the track. The intentions of the song, because they sampled more bounce to the ounce by uh Troutman's Roger and Larry rest in peace to uh, roger troutman you know um his intention was just to make a regular record because that wasn't the first time more bounce to the ounce was used epmd used it for you guys to chill oh yeah so for big there was no title of the song yet so he's like going back to cali and then when Easy Mo B heard about it, he was like, ooh, I don't know about that. Especially with everything going on at that time. A lot of people felt that Big was being cocky. Because you guys remember at one of the award shows, Big was out there presenting an award, getting booed. And he, he, he was on the microphone. He's like, what up, Kelly? In like a nonchalant way, because, you know, while he was getting booed. So it made it look like they was being taunted. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the people are. Like, oh, oh, word, you out here? You da 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 da. Pocket's not here. You just gallivanting around like it's all good when it really ain't all good. But that was that was Big's attitude. It wasn't a shot at the West Coast because again, he he collaborated with West Coast artists. Yep, he
1: definitely collaborated with Too Short.
2: Right, It's on um what was that? This two of um Life After Death. Yep, Too Short was on um, the world is filled on this too yeah, with Puffy so and Carl Thomas singing up. Ah, Carl Thomas, I'm not even gonna get into that. But yeah, uh, and, and, and and Big and Snoop had a relationship. They were friends even after the situation happened. They squashed it. They reunited. They linked up with each other again. So yeah.
1: Yeah, because according to Snoop, those was his homeboys. Yeah. Tupac heard that and it was a wrap. But uh. Flip, bro. But but yeah, so like like Big dying, like, 'cause cause even even though there is no official king of New York, like let let's let's not let's not fool anybody. Like Big right. was King of New York and like when he died and, and, and it's crazy because to think about it, like the man died in ninety seven and since then there's been no king of New York. I mean, a lot of people will say Jay Z like took that over, but
2: I I agree with that part. I think Jay did take it.
1: Yeah, but
3: uh yeah. Yeah, i give it to Jay Z. He held it down.
2: He did. But
1: like after Big died, like, look at the struggles in New York. Like, Mace was the next one up and I don't know if it was like the pressure or I don't know if like because he had such large shoes to fill that that, that it was like unrealistic to ask him to try to fill those to fill those shoes, but Mace was the next one up, and crumbled. Um yeah. I mean, you notice.
2: I mean, you notice on that album, Harlem World. He stated it on the song, "Do You Want to Get Money?" He says, "I'm not here to replace Notorious." He knew that was coming. A lot of people did look at him like, that, "Okay, you the next one up." He saved Bad Boy. I'll give yeah. him. Uh, I'll give him 110 on that because Harlem World sold five million. But and if you also notice, um,
1: on "Take What's Yours" on, on Harlem World uh he also says and i guess he i guess like you know he felt the he felt the pressure because he was like i don't know if you remember the line but he said and i'm gonna take him back to where big took him before Yep. and it's just like oh shit and we all know how mace's career went uh after harlem world but um yeah so he crumbled and bad boy as a whole because even even um even shine was like looked at as like a, a big knockoff
2: yeah, and again, he stated it on his album, similarities in my voice, check my words. He had to deal with that, too. Because people, people said yeah. his cadence and his voice sounded like biggies. You know who else did that? And and and, and I felt that that was, that was wrong that she said that. Lil' Kim said it on the record. Everybody shine when they sound like big. Why'd you do that?
1: Throwing shots for no yeah. reason.
2: Yeah, y'all supposed to be team. You messed that man up with that, yo.
3: Damn, well, I, well, yeah, but she was very protective of um, Biggie's legacy, and you know, for real. that I understand. But like you guys said, like we're on the same team, you know, like and yeah. it just doesn't
2: look good publicly.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah, don't, 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 don't go after Shine Poe like that. Leave Poe alone, man. <laughs> By the way, y'all know. So on a quick note, Q. I know you know Eric. You you don't know, but yo, that uh, that Bad Boys record. Oh my God, that's my shit. Her, oh her. no, don't do it. Don't do. it Oh lord!
2: Oh man. Ah, man!
1: Barrington Levy, man. Shout outs to that, shout outs to that man.
2: That sounded like somebody getting stabbed a thousand times the way you made it just sound, bro.
1: Yo, that hook where he be going, I, I can't even imitate it, but that one. Oh, the... mean... <laughs> 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 yeah, that is some of the most impressive shit I've ever heard on a record. Oh man. Oh man. But um, but like even the quality of of New York albums, like, in that time period, because, like, even Nas, I love Nas to death, Nas is in my top, my top three, but even even Nas, like, let's, let's look at the, uh, like, the late 90s after Big Die, Nostradamus was a bad album, and I, and up until that point, I would have never thought Nas had a clunker,
2: like, I mean we know the reasons behind it.
1: Well yeah, there are reasons behind it, but
2: that don't, but that doesn't really excuse it and it's still No a- no. It's not an excuse. It's just that there's factors that, that made it what it was. It was a lackluster effort. Especially compared to what he started with. Agreed? Yeah. Um Mace had a classic in Harlem World and he
1: followed it with double up, which wasn't uh, uh
2: yeah.
1: Uh, which wasn't the same. Um like gold. Um didn't um Diddy drop forever. Puffy dropped forever, right?
2: And that was a commercial failure too. I think
1: it it only sold a million units. It didn't live up to the to the to the standard that No Way Out had set. Nope. Um, yeah, so so after Big died, there was a couple of even even um and and, firm. The firm, firm. yeah. The firm album. Yo, E, don't kill me for this one, but um (laughs) what was that third Wu Tang album? The W? Yeah, the W. (laughs) The W, yeah didn't, 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 uh, didn't do much. So it's just like, yo, like even, even the tribe album, um, uh, you in mean, 98, you mean the love movement, the love movement, like everybody, I mean, I personally had no problem with it, but a lot of, but a lot of people was like, yo man, what, what the fuck is going on? So like New York, like they, they the music started to regress and in that time period, <clears throat> who was coming up? Uh, it was, it was all in the South cause, um, I, I'm not trying to sound biased, but the the colonel was was running the ship with no limit. He Cash was. money, cash money they, was on come up. They uh, were. Uh Outcast was huge. Uh then you had Rap a Lot. You had Suave House. A lot of people don't even talk about Suave House.
2: No, and that's a shame. A ball and MJG was doing very well. You know, yeah, shout out shout outs to Tony Draper, because
1: he don't he don't get enough he don't get enough respect. Right. right, Honestly, um,
3: I can't, I can't front. I gotta jump in here and just kind of take up for New York because we did have a big pun that came out. We had Dmx. Yes. I feel like there was, and even you know, Cameron when he first came out, there was a small resurgence. Like ninety eight was great. Ninety eight was great. Yeah. It just wasn't like the heavyweights that we were used to. I mean, Jay Z came out with Volume Three, and you know that wasn't too bad. You know, in ninety nine, but um, as far as like you know, like the guys we're accustomed to, like Nas and you know um some of the ogs and stuff yeah it didn't hit but i feel like guys like you know dmx dropped solid pieces two years in a row mob deep you know they they were still making noise out there um to a point black star you know they're from brooklyn most definitely oh, yes. but i don't think blacks but i don't think black star was getting love outside of new york like that no Uh for conscious hip-hop they was surprisingly I actually times a- changed a little bit yes yeah, I had a boy who moved from VA who was a huge Black Star fan, and I'll be honest, you know, at the time it wasn't my kind of music, so he kind of put me onto it. And when I heard it, I'm like, oh shit, these guys are from New York. Um, Nori, Nori, um, he came up to in the late '90s. Sure you know, say what, say what you want about him, but at those times, you know, he was making quality music.
4: N-O-R-E and re
1: he- is a great album. Well, well, That's everybody right. got to remember Nori came. Nori was involved in the tail end of that East Coast West Coast feud. Because yeah. CNN, CNN, CNN had an LA, LA,
2: LA, L.A. record. Right. Yeah, against right. the
3: Dolph right. right. Yeah. I mean, even Terror Squad, you know, they dropped. Their piece was pretty good. It wasn't what we all thought it was, like, supposed to be. But, you know, they came out. Um, EPMD came back together. So, like, it, it kind of was almost a mixed bag. I it mean, was. There was really, like, bad albums like Nasha Domis, um, Raekwon's immobiliarity. So, we weren't, like, as consistent. But I feel like we still was making the most noise. But um, like you said, the guys in the South definitely were coming up. And um, I feel like it set them up for like the mid-2000s takeover because it was all about the South in the mid-2000s. We definitely fell back in the picture again. You and, know what? And, and you know
2: what? And you know what really helped New York to add on to East um, Point? You had labels like even, even though Rockefeller had, you know, Philly and everything like that, it's looked at as a New York-based label. You had Murder, Inc. do its thing. You know what I mean? Rough Riders was all over the place. So you had those three brands like really push and make money and come up with these different successful rappers, successful groups, successful albums. That surgence of 98 was 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 excellent. But, you know, you also had what really led led to a lot of issues was a lot of people started to get in trouble with the law from New York. Dmx was getting in, in some trouble. Jay Z even got in trouble over the whole Lance Un Rivera thing. Yeah, and this was around his... ninety nine, right? This was around ninety nine. So
1: let's not forget the uh, the puffy shine J Lo. Oh incident man, yeah,
2: that was big. That was a that, that that also caused a problem. And looking at the South, like you said, what really helped the South not only was the solidarity with Rappers coming together, everybody was different. Yeah, everybody like like look at Atlanta, look at Atlanta. Ti and Outkast, they're totally different, totally different styles, totally different directions. Good music still, you know what I mean. Then you had you had Texas. Texas had that whole screwed up movement, everything. You had Paul Wall, you had Slim Thug. You had I'm, millionaire. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was never the
1: biggest fan of chopped and screwed style music, but right. Yeah. But, but but it hit though. Them niggas in Houston, they love that shit.
2: They, yo, they came in like a tidal wave, man. Once 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 you heard the song uh, Swish Your House, everybody came out with that back then. They didn't want me, not my, or still tipping on fofos and all that crazy stuff. It was looked at as a movement with the whole, you know, sipping on the scissor and everything. Three Six Mafia was dropping heat.
1: Shout outs to Memphis.
2: Oh, man. Memphis was pushing. You know what I mean? So you you had all that going on at the same time with New York. You know, like I just said, people was getting into trouble, and I feel around two thousand and one, New York started to started to really come back on it because what was the biggest beef in two thousand and one?
1: Jay Z versus Nas.
2: That was great for New York.
1: Yo yo, can I can I can I say something real quick? No. Uh, uh, shout outs to New York for, uh, uh, and Def Jam and all them people there for putting, uh, putting Master P on that four three two one. Oh remix. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, yeah, really? What, what'd you be, oh, my God? Come on with that, <laughs> uh, Leave yo, it up to you, leave it up to you. you, you would think Master P had the best verse if you was calling it. I'm a no-limit soldier. That's why they booked me. DMX had the best verse. Wow. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be biased,
1: man, but, um. And I was surprised to see P on that song, honestly, because, again, he was uh, hot. So, yeah, you had to grab him. But and then that that's another thing. Like you realize, like. After Big died, like New York started showing these uh, people in the South love, because even before 2001, like what, what was the big song in 2000 that like had everybody looking at Texas? Big Pimpin. A lot of people. Oh, are, yeah. Mm-hmm. A
2: lot of people oh, Big yeah. Pimpin will say that Bun B killed Jay-Z on his own song. I like yeah. Pimp C's verse the best, though. Yeah, <laughs> so. I do, too. <laughs> and he didn't even nah, want to do shit. that song, which was funny. He didn't even right. want to do it.
3: <laughs>
1: I'll never forget that music video. But yeah, so, but, but, yeah, New York didn't start coming back for no serious attention to, to Jay-Z versus Nas, which we, we've touched on so many times through the annals of the Rap Lab. But um, That's but, but, but I'm going to say something, and I don't know if y'all going to agree or disagree with me, but... I feel like because of the way New York acted towards the rest of the, uh, of the country in, uh, in rap, I feel like they deserve to
2: decline. I agree with you.
3: Like, I'm like, not going to stand by that. I'm sorry. I'm from here. I, I
2: agree. I, I agree with Al to a sense, but, but but what about you, E?
3: Why? Um, well, it did come back to bite us in the ass. Um, right. But at the same time, also us opening up the doors to, you know, collabing with the South and everyone else. It kind of hurt us, too, at the same time. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Overall, it's not a bad thing because, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, you said, QG, like, you know, music pretty much is for everybody, any coast, any state, you know. So I'm good with that. Um, As far as, like, the New York artists, they didn't didn't feel that way, you know. And even towards each other, there wasn't many, like, collabs. You didn't see, like, Onyx and M.O.P. or, like. Exactly. You Uh. know, like dmx and before belly there was no dmx and nas you know these guys weren't like doing tracks with each other and stuff like that it kind of was like almost segregated by Burroughs and stuff but agreed but um we we may have like you know had this karma coming to us because of um you know just us not showing love and everything we did on the radio but all in all anytime a new york artist dropped whether it was Nas, jay-z you know we still get the we still got a good amount of spins Outside of the city, but um the local artists might have hurt a little more, say like a Nori or a Ja Rule or somebody.
2: Oh yeah, totally right.
3: I got a point I want to make here. You know what? You know what messed up New
2: York? One one date and one year in particular. Let me see if you guys can catch this. March 9th, 1997. <laughs> well, 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 we talked about that, but this I, now I'm gonna go further up. September eleventh, okay. two thousand seven. Uh, wait, what date? September 11th, 2007. And E, you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah. 9 11, What's 7 what's the significance of that? I'm, I'm lost.
3: Curtis versus graduation. Yep. Oh, you're right.
4: And I that, was waiting
3: towards the end, but yeah, no, you got it. That, that kind of buried us, I think, for good. E, go first. Go first. Yeah, I'll um, follow you. Go first. That right there, it also killed, like, um you know, the boom bap style of hip hop, I believe. Um, 50 wasn't like a boom bap artist, but I feel like he was the evolution of that. And um, a lot of his peers, and, you know, as much as he quarrels with a lot of those guys, they give it up and they say that he's the last of that breed, pretty much. And when he decided to take it upon himself and call out Kanye West, because Kanye West really didn't want the smoke. Kanye West even shouted him out on his yep. album, you know, yep. saying that 50, 50 told me to go ahead and switch the style up. You know, 50 wasn't doing things like that for him either on on his records and stuff. It was the exact opposite. But when he lost, and 50 was making these big proclamations of everything and how he was going to beat him. it it definitely set New York back. and, And it made everyone take us not as serious, I feel.
2: Exactly. And he issued the challenge. And what really, what really messed it up was, you know, 50 being looked at as the bully and everything like that. You said it. Kanye didn't want smoke. And 50 was like the last survivor of a dying breed. You touched on that perfect. And mm-hmm. when you look at the numbers, the first week told the tale. I remember I, uh, being in your corrections facility, for everybody that listens to the show. When that date came around, you know what I mean? I went out and I bought both albums because I'm a fan of both. And the first week, graduation, 957,000 units. Curtis, 691,000 units. 50 lost. Yep. And the fact that he lost and took that L, it hit New York so hard because it's like our son, our leader, fell. Yep. And when that happened, that hurt. So yeah, that 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 right there was like, damn man, Fifty lost like. A fatal blow. Who do we have after Fifty? You know what I mean?
4: Right,
3: right.
1: <laughs> and, and it was. was and, and, and and what's funny? What's funny is like Fifty chose the wrong time to start experimenting with a different type of sound because, and as we've stated on this episode, like Curtis was was it was a disappointing album. And that was the worst time to come up with a disappointing album. Is when you when you trying to you trying to win. And furthermore, like I know, me and Nivlak had like mentioned this uh, when he was on the show previous on the Kanye episode. But when when he and I were in high school, like everybody was trying to like be like Kanye. Nobody was trying to be like Fifty. Like. Right.
3: Yeah, he made it cool for like my bad. He made it cool for like regular cats to start rapping. You didn't have to be like tough or thorough or gangster anymore. Like Kanye, Kanye made it cool for like the backpackers or the dudes that did their homework to come out and start rapping. I'm glad you mentioned backpackers because back because backpackers is also
2: a style of rhyme. Mm-hmm. He got he got credit for being at ciphers. Like you guys heard the story about him and Game when they battled.
3: No, no, I did not.
2: Oh man, Game talks about it a lot. This is when they both was on the come up Mm -hmm. before their albums even came out. Like they used to see each other a lot. Game would be in ciphers. Kanye would be in ciphers. And then the cipher turned into a battle. And this is at the time when Kanye was wearing the polo and he had the Louis Vuitton backpack. You know, I mean, he would show up to events like that. And the people dug Kanye's style a little more because of the because of the way that he was approaching it you know game was on his west coast gangster raps kanye was bringing in the punchlines the metaphors the backpacking style that we talked about and he did it in a way that was 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 so charismatic so game gave it up he's like yeah yeah kanye you won that one and you know they've collaborated and you know they've been friends ever since everything like that but like he, he just mentioned that style started to get appreciated where the backpackers, the cypher MCs, and everything like that, you could come in and get respected for your lyricism. Because even Jay-Z said it himself, if lyrics mattered, lyrically I would be Talib Kweli. I wanted to rhyme like common sense. I sold five mil. I ain't been rhyming like common sense. There's a reason he said that. Because if lyricism was truly appreciated, you would get more out of it. That's another thing that messed up New York. That's another thing that messed up New York. Lyricism Started to get on the on the decline.
3: I agree. Yeah, and
2: especially
1: when, um, especially when the South was taken over. Because look at look look at the look at the mid two thousands. Like Laffy Taffy and all this other type of stuff. Like, like mm. I know, I know you. Uh,
2: you don't particularly care for. Hated that, right?
3: it. Hated it. Laffy Taffy. Definitely do it. Laffy
2: yeah. Taffy. I Bet You Can't Do It Like Me and Chain Hang Low and Walk It Out. The 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 106 and Park era. Word. Oh, 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 don't forget. Throw some Ds on that,
3: bitch. Terrible. (laughs) The ringtone era.
2: Ringtone rap.
3: Microwave music. (laughs) That's what killed uh, hip hop. uh, New York hip-hop, too, was the ringtone rap. Oh, let's not forget. You... Crank their oh, soldier yeah. oh, man. I feel like they were stepping all over New York hip hop and just hip hop itself and like stuff like that. And, you know, it's a shame because I wanted to get into it later. But I feel like with New York, what, what, how we buried ourselves, too, is we tried to emulate that style. And
0: you know, we yes. had
3: like um, the dude Mims. I know uh, Chris doesn't think much of <laughs> yes. Mims. Yeah. M-I-M-N-S. Yeah. Music, Music is not, is my, not favorite. my favorite. That's, that's it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that from the archives when I was a listener. But no, absolutely, man. Like, that stuff right there, when we when we try to, like, duplicate, like, something that's not ours, it just makes us look bad. And even to this day, man, I mean, even with, like, the drill hip-hop, I mean, some people say that, you know, New York guys in Brooklyn, like, kind of perfected it and stuff. But some will say that them in Chicago perfected it with Chief them. And all in all, it came from the U.K. It's not our style. Had New York, had New York, you know, made that style, then you know maybe we'd be a little bit more respected when it came to that. But you know, once again, that's not our style, and that's something that New York had bit off, and we're just not good at, at duplicating other others um, type of music. If we had just stuck to the formula like what we know, like pretty much what Grizelda is doing, and. I consider them New York music. They are from Buffalo. Buffalo is New York, and they're yep. making that, that gritty boom
1: bat. But, 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 but to go on that point, but if you talk to the OGs from 20 years ago,
3: they're they, they not fucking with Buffalo. I mean, it's still New York, though. Whether it's not. still New York. And, that's, and it goes back to what I'm saying about us having this little war within the five boroughs and us being segregated, and that only hurts ourselves when we don't consider, like, Buffalo, New York, or anybody else – like Rochester, you know, making quality music or making that, that genuine hip-hop that, that we're known for, and we're shooting ourselves in the foot if we're having that mindset, you know, towards um, the others in New York making that kind of music.
2: And E is 100% correct, because this goes to my other point. Radio, the radio yeah. to play these. I have not heard one song on the radio by Conway, Benny, none of them.
3: No, none of them. What's and sad? when you
2: listen to the radio, yep. When you listen oh, to the radio God. now, oh yeah. my God! Show now up. no diss to Pop Smoke, but all I hear is Pop Smoke records.
3: whoop D, that guy. whoop oh. They gotta gotta got play. <laughs> got
2: play Pop Smoke. The man got blue merch,
1: cheese. But... Blue cheese. I'm addicted
2: <laughs> to blue cheese.
3: I'm addicted to blue cheese too. On salad with croutons and grilled chicken. Oh. <laughs> my God. I mean, I, I have an appreciation for Pop Smoke, but it's just the other stuff, like the Young Thug and. You know these oh, guys making these weird sounds and music. Y'all know how I feel oh, about that. All that yes. kind of stuff. You know all these singy, songy stuff and this auto tune. In you know, auto tune as well, man. It that that set us back too. Like that just once again was just like the shovel padding the dirt on the. Yeah. Sh-
1: shout out, shout outs to Jay Z for for killing T pains
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: he, I mean, he he did death of auto tune. Yeah.
3: Of- <laughs> but these guys took took not necessarily like auto to itself but that evolved that evolved as well because you still hear it in some of these songs you still hear the voice manipulation and certain artists' songs that aren't from new york and like you know there's some local rappers who put out music and stuff like that and you know i hear it and i hear the auto tune i'm like yo why are y'all doing this like this is not us this is not what we're known for like this ain't our foundation and like i get like you know, paying homage or trying to do something different, but there's no evolution in that I feel when New York rappers do that. I feel like we need to find our own lane or do like Griselda's doing and just make an updated version of it.
2: Exactly. And yeah. the radio really needs to
3: stop hating and start
2: showing some more love, man, because yeah. play and and, and 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 you guys could you guys could um attest to this. The relationship between the rappers and DJs really, really soured now. It did. Yeah. Because back then, that meant something. Like when mm-hmm. Funk Flex had his freestyles, moments yep. on the air, oh, you look forward to it. You would get your tapes ready, like when the locks would go up there or when Rockefeller would go up there with anybody, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Especially when a New York artist had an exclusive record, they brought it straight to DJ K Slay. He would play the records
3: during the drama hour. Yeah, not too big at him, but Fab 2. Fab 2? Oh, big yeah. one. Big Definitely one. get your tape decks ready when he's on Clue absolutely
2: like that's that that that's another problem that we're missing like but even even before then even in the 80s like being cool with the dj was helpful because like even
1: even uh dj red alert that that was uh bdp's guy yes
2: and that's because mr magic was hating on bdp Mm. yep and mr magic was the juice Crews guy that's why and, and, and you see and that's the thing you needed those connections to the radio. You needed those connections to the DJ to help pump your record. Because if the DJ co-signs your record, everybody's like, okay, well, if the DJ co-signed it, I'm going to check it out. Because they say it's hot. I think it's hot. Shit, to
1: this day, Funk Flex can't get enough of him, can't get uh, himself enough of Jay-Z.
2: Yeah, man. Yo, what is up with that, man? I don't
3: know, Because in the man. beginning, it's... there was
2: nothing but love there. Why Why is Flex right Flex hating on jay so hard now?
3: He was on Hov's albums too. Well, actually, no. Hov was on Flex's albums. Yeah, dropping freestyles and songs. I don't get it.
2: Yes. And the hottest rappers on the radio. I mean, R. P. Pop Smoke is also the baby. They play the baby all day. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the baby's music. I got nothing against the baby.
3: I think he can flow. He I did. actually think he's he's one of the best ones out of the new crop because I like that he emphasizes, like, on the flow aspect of it and his lyrics aren't too bad. No, the guys is. like like Young Thug and, like, you know, when they start doing, like, the, <laughs> the noises and... Uh, uh, oh God, Can't man. stand it. Can't stand yeah. the noises. No, and I no, know, no, um, no. I know Chris frequently mentions, like, the radio, and, you know, I'm in a position where I have to hear the radio, too. I'm in a barbershop all day, and that's all they play. Yeah. And I he- I know you heard this one song. It's with J. Cole and Young Thug, and I'm like, why is J. Cole on this song? And in a particular part of that song, Young Thug just, like, lowers his voice and makes this, like, screeching sound, and he's rapping. I'm like, this is not acceptable. This no, is okay. not I don't even think by the South standards, this is acceptable, and you know as we touched on a, in a previous episode, you know Young Tech didn't even know that Andre Three Thousand was from Atlanta, and mm-hmm. you don't even do your homework, you don't even have knowledge on where you came from, and you're making music. Yeah, from me, the same.
1: The crazy thing is they from the same place. That's yo.
3: See, and all all right, see. So now that's that segues into like another thing I wanted to talk about is I also blame the listeners from for the decline of New York too. Correct. You know, it is up to us to, to push this this narrative of, you know, of genuine hip-hop and, and everything we came from. And, yes, they do play throwbacks. I'm not saying that they don't. But, like, guys like Benny the Butcher, you know, like that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's other rappers out there, too. Stove God Cooks. He's from Syracuse. You know, that's New York as well. And, you know, if we're so quick to open the door up to other states and, uh, you know, other, like, regions and stuff, how come we can't open the door to upstate New York? There's guys out Thank there you doing it. Here, you know? Thank you. and, and you. Yeah, so, yeah, it's up to the listeners too, man, to to push this stuff and to to want to get it heard and to support and to buy these albums and to go to these shows and make noise on the internet. You know, we we could I feel like we could trump these radio guys, guys like Ebro, who's not even from New York, who has so much to say about New York hip hop, but it's like you're not helping us either. And um a hot take for me, and you know, I stand by it, I'm not a fan of um Peter Rosenberg, like who he is, but. I respect what he does for New York hip hop. I, I like that he has on his radio show, he plays the underground hits. I will give him that respect everything yes. else. I think he's just a straight nerd, but I will give him that. And I wish that more DJs took that formula that he has and, and helps these artists from New York or just not just the yes. artists itself, but like the brand of music and helps that brand of music. And also reminds people that, you know, there's still people out here doing it. There's still people out here that, that, Go for the genuine hip hop, the boom bap sound. And you know, you talk to a lot of OGs and they'll tell you like, Oh, you know, I don't I don't listen to, to anything new or I don't listen to anything updated. I only listen to like throwbacks and stuff like that. And that's sad because there's people out here making quality music, quality, genuine hip hop that I think these guys would feel.
2: You know something, I got a question for you guys to follow up with that. I was reading an article doing my research about New York hip hop and you mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, the guys from from uh, Upstate and everything like that, for Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I like Dave East. I think Dave East is dope. But also, let me throw this in. Do you guys feel that New York rap today, as far as the guys like Benny and all the rest of them, do you feel that the raps today are too hardcore to be appreciated and played on the radio and everywhere else? Like it's too violent or it's too vulgar. Like, what do you guys think?
4: Compared Uh, to what's going on now.
2: the way that
1: the, the we are in a very much more politically correct society now than we were mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago. Like, it's like I even said on, on last week's episode with Eminem. Like, you know, certain things that were acceptable in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, like they're not acceptable now. So, like, True. I feel like if you're a certain type of rapper and your music has a certain theme to it, yeah, as a hip hop head, I'm gonna appreciate it. But is will it get spins on 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 the radio? Like, right?
3: No, yeah, most likely not. That's
1: a big no, nah, because yeah. like the world is so sensitive nowadays. Like,
3: yep.
1: Like, mm-hmm. again, like certain things that was acceptable even ten years ago, you can't do, you can't get away with now, because cancel culture is like for everything, yeah. People are gonna want to cancel you. So has
3: has everybody shook?
1: So, I, 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 I kind of understand. So, to your point, yes,
2: there is a, such a thing as, as being too hardcore. Right. And you know something? Yeah. Cormega said this on a record, and he's absolutely right. He said, when Styles P came with I'm High, that got so many spins. But when he came with I'm Black, mm. you didn't hear it one time on the Makes radio. Makes a
3: lot of sense, yeah. That's, yeah. What does that you tell said. you about?
2: What, we, he's right. What does that yeah. tell you about what they want to play? The content. And, and 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 Candyman, this goes to your point. You see how when you said you gotta be in a certain mood to hear records? Yeah. Like certain records, like 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 these political records with a message and everything like that, that the empowerment and everything like that. That's why a lot of rappers that's why Tupac, I always looked at his formula because he could get political on a song and still make you dance. He could still say a whole bunch of stuff that has meaning to it, but as long as it's over a hot beat, like how do you want it? If you pay attention, he's telling you a lot of things on that record. Uh, how like, do you, you want it? He, he, he talked about Asada. Uh, he talked about Asada. You see, see how Delor- he threw in? See, he the, he threw see Dolores it? talking. He right. was a motherfucker, right?
4: <laughs> Can't he say
3: threw that it today.
2: He threw it in there, and if you're paying attention to the lyrics, you'll appreciate it. If you just want to dance, you'll still dance to it. So it's like certain records. It's just like when Nas came with his record um, produced by Hit Boy. Shout out, shout out to Nas and Hit Boy because they and that EPMD record. I really like that record
0: too. Yeah,
3: this was dope.
2: I like that song too. You remember on the song where where he said, you know, what I mean, uh, Ultra Black. That's where I'm going at. Mm. He talked about it a lot, and they played it on the radio. Thankfully, not too much, but they played it to promote it. He was like. You know, ultra black, opposite of Doja Cat. You know what I'm saying? Because Doja Cat, mm-hmm. you know, she said what she said. But we need those type of lines to get thrown in there. You see how he couldn't make a, an entire song addressing that in that way. He needed a hot beat. He threw in the line. You got to throw it in there instead of making an entire song expressing the politics. And that's that's so sad. Look at the Jadakiss record. Why?
1: Anthony Hamilton, yeah.
2: He spoke... Now, would it have made it if Anthony Hamilton wasn't singing the hook?
3: Mm.
2: Would it get a lot of radio play if it didn't have that type of sound behind it?
3: Or if it was an auto-tune?
2: Think about it. That's, That's another too. thing. But and, you and, know... And, yeah, go ahead.
1: But but but, but to go back to E's earlier point about people not big up Buffalo, like there's there's people in the boroughs that nobody pays attention to like and i think that's part of the problem too like the, the the unity is gone like for example i can't tell you like so like capital Steves is like one of my even though he had like a short body of work he's like right. one of my like all-time super duper favorites but oh you know yeah how many you times i you know how many times i've been in conversations and i'll say capital Steves and they'll be like who or who? i'll say or I'll, or I'll say joey badass they'll be like who Or, and and the the fact that some people don't even know Joey Badass to me blows my mind. Especially because, like, out of all the pro era dudes or or all the Beast Coast dudes, he's like the most prominent one. Um, You talk Flatbush zombies, they'll be like, who? And I'm just like, yo, where? Like, CJ Fly, Kirk Knight, and people will just be like, who? And I'm like, yo, where the fuck have y'all been? Mm. And then when you try to. That
3: whole camp is dope.
1: Like I've yeah, tried to put people I'm on sure. the pro era, and they listen to one song, and be like, "Yo, man, this shit
3: whack," and I'm like, <laughs> "Whack? What do you mean whack? Like, yo, Nick Carson—that's the low. listener's fault." Yeah, he's dope. He could eat a lot of MCs out there, but just like I said, man, it's the listener's fault—just being very small-minded and and still kind of be, and being stuck to a point. But but you, know, but, like, but you
1: know what it is? It's the way that the people have been conditioned too, because true—that's true. a—that's
2: a big one. Because yeah, that's true. It's radio,
1: and that, that whole time from like. From like two thousand three to like two thousand like seven or eight or nine, like you know radio was pushing the soldier boys they was pushing the rich boys the d four ls the dem franchise boys um like all that all that dumbed down south music, so like but uh yo q, can I ask you a question talk to me. So while we got on the topic of New York niggas not liking New York, yo, man, why 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 you don't give French Montana a chance?
2: Um, I'm going to be real with this, and this goes with Eric's point. All them noises that this fool, hey, shut up. <laughs> That's the only noise he make, though. That's not all. Them songs is trash, man. I can't listen to this dude, son. Really? That's so, I, I ain't worried about nothing. Open your mouth and speak. (laughs) Speak clearly. You suck.
3: I agree with that.
2: Wait, the way you rap like
3: French Montana. Either the way he raps is terrible. He, you know, when he first came out, he actually was all right. Like I like the style of music he was doing with like um the Cocaine City DVDs, you know, because he was like not boom bap, but he was he was spitting. And it was more melodic, and now it's just like filtered with auto tune and noises and catchy hooks. And I mean, I like listen. I like shot caller. To me, that's like an ultimate summer New York song. That's a New York record, but you know why? Because
1: Puffy had a hand in that.
3: Yeah, and he and he had um and he sampled um doesn't come to mind right now, but um I I, I'm not sure if it was Chub Rock, but he made that uh he took that old school sample there and made it an anthem, you know, for New York and. I like songs like that, but when he starts making like these noises and the quick, I can't stand it. The quick hooks and the one word or two word like chant. Nah, it's it's, it's not for me, man. That's I'm my not, problem. Yeah.
2: That's my only problem. And, and and again, let me let me point you guys to this. You know you know what a big big thing was that really messed up New York. What? The tunnel closing down. You know yeah. what? You know what?
1: I I I agree with that, and you know what? I I that in the Latin Quarter. Yes.
2: Because oh, yeah. as a rapper, this is where you wanted to go. You wanted yo you know you know how many legendary performances took place at Latin quarters and in the tunnel. Right. Yep. So many stories, and and, and you know what? Giuliani, Bloomberg, y'all did it. Y'all shut this down, and that, and that, and and again, same thing with Webster Hall. Webster Hall got that strict dress code and everything like that. Yeah. And, and it even prevented people from coming, prevented rappers from coming because of how they was dressed. When you look at New York, and when you look at the rappers that played in the tunnel and played on these different places, it was being promoted like, "Yo, this rapper gonna be in the DMX, gonna be in the tunnel tonight." That place would be super packed.
3: Yep, Couldn't get in.
2: Oh no! You couldn't get in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when Mob Deep was at the tunnel and everything like that. This, these are the places you wanted to go. Not only as a New Yorker, as a New York artist, because when you get there and you do your thing, you have a hot show. You go off, drop an album the next day. Watch what happened. You see what I'm saying? It was great for promotion. It was great to. It was great to perform. And, and, and they and shut. And when and they and shut if... that down, it was a wreck. And
1: if they played your record there, oh my goodness. You remember what KRS once said? He went to Latin Quarter. And uh, he, South he got Bronx record. Oh, yeah. The whole place was jumping. Yeah. Matter, matter of fact, they liked that record so much that they played it four times in a
2: row. Right. And to add to that, the hip hop cops. You know, I did my research. Do you guys realize that they followed Wu-Tang around, around everywhere from 1999 to 2004?
3: Really? Yeah, it's very real.
2: Following them around like they were harassing these people. There's a there's a book with mugshots of Noriega, Busta mm. Rhymes, Jay Z, a couple other people. They messed up as well. Yep. They messed up New York rap because it's like you couldn't go anywhere, getting harassed for all sorts of nonsense. It's like New York being the place to be, not anymore. Now you now, now you could go to Atlanta you could go to California and these are places that you wanted to go anyway but it's like New York was the first stop like okay I can't make it you know I'm gonna make it over there blow up and then go back to my hometown and show you how big I got. everything has changed and to add more to that guys you got you guys can test to this the lack and appreciation of a good a and R. Oh yeah! How many rappers was in the source unsigned hype from New York and made it to legendary superstar status? Hardly any of them. Mm. Come on now, Nas was sought out, Biggie was sought out, Big L was sought out. We don't got that no more.
1: Nope, nah. Yep, a lot of a lot of these young New York cats—they be an unsigned hype, and they don't—they don't never go nowhere.
0: Right. Still I agree making, with
1: that. Still making music for the uh for the underground.
2: And these mumble rappers, who I blame y'all.
3: <laughs> Definitely. Oh, whose fault you, is
2: that, guys? Whose fault is that? Well, some people say the south is the south. Yeah, I was gonna, the
3: gonna say the rapper. south.
2: I'm looking at one particular person who you guys got the south right, but who 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 really who really started that wave?
3: The amigos.
2: I was going with future, but yep, Migos, too. Yeah, I like yeah. me. I like the Migos, though. Why? What you What you mean? Why I like Quavo and Offset? Why? Off why? 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 What they say?
1: Does Ric Flair drip go? Who That's
2: it? Pick? A wrestling, a wrestling reference. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> nah,
1: but they now nah, they actually had some hot records. Stir Fry is a hot record, bro. No, why
2: no, no, no. is it a hot
1: record? What do you mean? No? Why? What do you mean? Why is How is it a hot record? record? Tell me how.
2: Have you not heard it? Of course, I didn't hear it. I don't, bro. Tell me why. Don't listen. Explain bro, yourself, bro. Explain M- yourself. M- NBA two K don't
1: put trash records in their game. How
2: was it a hot record? I'm asking you as a fan.
1: Well, that beat is fire, bro. That's it. The
2: words is not bad. Go listen to it. What they say? Give me something.
1: I mean, they just talking about. You starts.
2: see, Eric, Eric, you see how hard it is, dog. You see how hard it is for this man to give me a lot of things? I bet you like like Eric, Eric, I'm gonna put you on the spot, Eric. Yep. Joel Ortiz does not get the credit he deserves, right?
3: Hell no. Hell no. If
2: man. I act now now, now now pretend. Pretend that I've never heard of Joel Ortiz a day in my life. And you're trying to put me on. Give me something that I can listen to that would make me an immediate fan. Now
3: nah, I bet see, you, that I don't bet you Eric could do it. I don't, I, ah, well, hip hop shit. Off I, top. Can't,
2: I can't
1: quote lines unless I'm listening to the song actively and start singing along. But I could give you songs, mm-hmm. but I
2: can't give you no no one line. Well, Even, well, Besides that, besides that, I could ask Eric to give me a song. He'll give me he'll give me songs. Oh,
0: man, I give you songs.
2: Man. I just gave mm-hmm. you a song.
1: What song is that? I just told you, Stir Fry by the Migos, Fight Night by the Migos. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait! You talking about that song on the radio? Go in the kitchen with Stir Fry, that record? Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord, that's hot to you. I like it. Oh, why? It just sound good to me. That's it?
1: Yeah. What you what, what you want me to say?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? When I open up a restaurant, I'm gonna put that record on. Oh. My
3: god. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it belongs. That's where it belongs. <laughs> Yo, y'all some haters, man. Y'all it's the truth. It's and look, the, look, like yeah. my bad to but cut. It. I don't you know. No, no, look, no, no. this is like what I'm talking about with like just the evolution of, of hip-hop within itself, within the regions. And I understand that like you know, it's come down to this with the mumble rap and the auto-tune and stuff like that, but I feel like that is the South's evolution. I feel like there should be no West Coast rappers, there should be no New York rappers touching that kind of stuff. If you want to do that kind of stuff, move down there and brand yourself as a, as a down South artist. Artist, You can do that because Gangstar, they're not from New York, but they make New York type music. Yep. Guru is from Massachusetts. Primo is from Texas. Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't know that just, just labels them as, as New Yorkers and they're not. But the thing is they made New York music. So if you're into that auto-tune stuff and, and the mumble rap, move down South and do that stuff because I feel like that's where it belongs. And I'm not saying that it doesn't belong in hip-hop per se, but to me, it just doesn't belong in New York-type rap. That is not what we are known for. That is not what we do. And I feel like this this drill music is like the damn money in the bank. It's just in the air, and everyone's trying to get the damn briefcase and claim it and make it theirs and stuff like that and, you know, whatever. But when it comes down to this auto-tune and mumble rap, that is not New York-style music. And, but and it really boils my blood when I hear, like, you remember what Fat Joe said? You remember what Fat Joe said, Eric? Where he was like, "Why
2: well, everybody mad at the South Fall, Switch to South Paul? That make it rain record."
3: Uh,
2: I I yeah, like that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean that—that means—that means you're just like you're giving up and you're just going with what's hot. Nah, yeah, I, I didn't agree Thank with that. You. But but, but see,
1: but you see, we also forget that hip hop is also like a, is also a business as much as it is a culture. So yeah. if so, if you notice Ooh. a certain sound is making all these people money. Like, why, why, like, you know,
3: like, I don't blame them. Like, you trying jump to jump on itself. the waves. yeah. But, I mean, in the two to that, like, you didn't see all these guys from down south doing the boom bap stuff, they still had their own sound, but I not But, but, but you know what, though,
1: I, I, I don't, I, I think they couldn't, they, they didn't do the boom bap sound because they couldn't do the boom bap sound, they wasn't capable of doing the boom bap sound.
3: Yeah. I mean, like when Ludacris touched on how he got on a primo beat, he said he was the first other rapper on a primo beat, which was uh, inaccurate. I think Scarface was. But when he was talking about like flowing on that kind of beat, he says that he had to kind of change his, his rhyme scheme. And, you know, you're saying like the down south guys can't do that. So I feel like it's easier to rap on a boom back trap than it is to do like an auto tune. Because you got to tweak your voice. You got to do all this stuff. And, you know, Correct. your dudes, like Master P and the No Limit guys, like, why I why I enjoyed them and appreciated them is because every time I bought that type of music, I knew what I was getting myself into. With Silk right. Shocker, C Murder, I had those CDs. And I knew once I put that in the CD player, I knew what I was going to get. I wasn't going to get, like, the stuff I hear from, like, Buckshot or or Big Daddy Kane. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed taking the trip to New Orleans here in you know, see murder or true or anything like that. So that that's what I'm saying, just on a regional standpoint, as far as like doing what they're good for, what they're known for and, and creating an evolution to that music. You know, I just feel like it's corny when everybody just jumps on the wave because it's selling. And that's another part with, what hurt New York hip hop, because the business, uh, the business side of it, everyone just wanted to make money. So that's right. you know, the term, the term sellout. It's prominent in this because everybody pretty much sold out to go and make auto-tune and and mumble rap but meanwhile you're from new york you know that's that's not what 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 we breed out here the quality died down yeah the quality died yes the quantity
2: over quality that's what happened and you know what else i feel like
1: uh, attributed to to new york decline too like certain people like were pegged for greatness from new york and they just dropped the ball like i say this all the time like i love fabulous but like i don't know what happened to that guy like he was a consistent presence yeah. for New York and then like he just decided to stop making albums and just go like mixtapes only and I'm just like why dude like
0: why
2: I well, mean I- a lot of people felt with Fab, with Fab he tried keeping up with the youngsters doing what they did
1: but he was he- young at that time 2000 no no I agree I-
2: not only that not only it made me want to throw up seeing Fab do the dab. Nah, huh? dude. Nah, dude. Why are you
1: dabbing? See, and you know what? And this just proves like how, how I lose track of time because uh depending on who you talk to, Fab is looked at as an OG now.
4: hmm Exactly.
1: I remember, I remember yo, this this is how time passed me by. I remember when Fab first came out, bro.
2: Yeah, so do I. That so, whole desert storm thing, man. Oh, that was great. Shout out to DJ
4: Clue. Hey, about, uh, oh,
2: I I got one for y'all. I got a big one for you guys. And you guys could attest to it. groups breaking up, like when Dipset went through. Mm.
0: Yeah, true.
2: that
1: that that was a that was definitely a New York, New
2: York. that's a
1: good point. That Jim badge, Jim, Jim Jones had that tell all interview on the Breakfast Club. It was Breakfast Club, wasn't it? It was Flex like sorry. Woo.
2: When he cried, when he was crying, and then Cam responded with the endless Pepsi on Instagram.
1: Like yeah, the the Dipset thing was bad for New York. The I feel like Fifty Cent and uh, distancing distancing himself from G Unit was a bad. Oh that one. hurt.
2: Like, that hurt. You bad, remember that man. interview
1: Fifty gave, and he was and he was like, "Yo, Banks and Yayo, like they, they 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 just don't want it."
2: Yeah, I remember the interview like it was yesterday, where he would say things about Banks. And then, and then, and then Yayo would comment on it. And it, that was terrible, man, to see G-Unit go, especially when, when you're a fan and you've watched G-Unit from the beginning and, and hearing that and seeing that going down, that's heartbreaking, bro. Cause G-Unit was looked at as strong. Dipset was looked at as strong and to see all that go down. Oh man.
1: Not to mention New York groups is breaking up long before that in controversial fashion. <laughs> Well then we brought it up before leaders of the new school broke up on your MTV raps. Yeah. Uh, like, tri- you know, yeah. Tri- talk, talk about it,
2: Tribe. Tribe Tribe broke up and that and that that split was very nasty. And and E, you could attest to this well, brother. We talked about this in the Mob Deep episode when that shit went down, when mm. Havoc was saying all that crazy stuff on Twitter. Oh mm. that hurt. I said, no, not y'all two.
3: I had New York bad. Yeah. Nah, Big blow
2: yeah, for that, us when that happened. Oh, God. Yeah, that was bad, man. Like, New York rappers beef all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, like they, could, they could do records. They could diss each other. And we're going to get to this part. But when you see groups that were together collectively making beautiful music, great records, and then they go through their beef, nah. It's
1: the worst. And, yeah, um, I, throw as, it in. As, as he, yeah, as E mentioned uh, before on the Wu-Tang episode in the Archive, even though they never broke up, there was some infighting in Wu Tang.
2: Right. Bad. Yep. Bad.
3: It wasn't a good look either.
2: No. You, God, with that book.
3: Yep. But,
2: but, yo, 50 beefing with <laughs> mad that people Joe. from New York. <laughs> <He beefed> <laughs> <with> <laughs> that was bad, too, man. Well, that, yeah, that the genre wasn't good thing either. was personal, so I can't
1: say that about that. But, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The genre thing
2: was different. Jadakiss, it, Kiss,
1: he beef with Jada Kiss, Fat Joe, like, it's unnecessary.
2: Exactly. And I, you see, I, I, you see I, the ripple effect it caused. I personally think Word. the Jay Z Nas feud had
1: everybody looking at New York like, Yo, what's going on over there? It was good for Envido. That was Civil different.
2: War. Yeah, yeah, it was ex- Brooklyn and Queens. It was different, especially the history with Nas and Jay Z. You know what right. I mean? Like, it told a story. But here you got Fifty B from. With the Wu Tang over what he said on How to Rob, the Cream Team wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. You got the him and Jay Z thing was more rap. It wasn't a beef beef. The Fat Joe thing, the Jada kiss then Styles jumped in, then Sheik jumped in, and then Fifty and Nas had issues. Yeah. So it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like you going at it with everybody from NY, and Fifty didn't care. And this goes back to what we were talking about when, when he battled Kanye. When 50 said it on the Get Rich Dodge Trying album, I love this line to this day. If, they, if David could go against Goliath with a stone, I could go with Nas and Jigga both for the throne. 50 wanted to be king. He wanted to be king, and for a while he was running it, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you beef with practically all of New York. How you beef with Staten Island, you beef with you beef in Queens, You beef in the Bronx, you beef with the Yonkers, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you know what I mean? So all of that.
1: Only only place he didn't beef with was
2: Brooklyn. (laughs) Right. So it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? There's no unity. That was another problem, no unity. Even though you can have beefs in in, in other regions, because there's been plenty of beefs. There's been Detroit versus Detroit. There's been Atlanta versus Atlanta. We've seen plenty of Cat niggas in Compton who live a couple blocks away from Come each on. other. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- There's been so many inner beefs within regions and cities and states and everything like that, but it's looked that different because New York has always been competitive with each other from the beginning. That's yeah. why it looks so different. And the funny
1: thing is, going back to 2000, when Def Jam was uh, the three-headed monster for Def Jam was all New York. It was Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and DMX. Exactly those exactly. was the three those was the three top dogs,
2: yep,
1: but it, it's, it and, 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 and like the divisiveness like is it's just crazy a lot and you know what when I think about it, I feel like a lot of it like is like especially from an outsider's perspective like it's like self it looks like self-sabotage,
2: but yeah, that's right, it is like self-sabotage that 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 is a big problem.
1: And I personally feel like, I don't know, I feel like New York has lost its way, especially because, like, look who we got from New York now, modern day, right? Yeah. J- it's safe to say, like, and I've said this before, like, Jay-Z probably will never has to rap ever again if he don't want to. Yeah. So, he's good. Like, yeah, like, he's good. Like, his his mind is not on music. I I, and like I like I've said about other people in the past, like if Jay Z never came out with another record for the rest of his life, I'd be okay with that because what more does he have to give? Like yeah, he's accomplished everything. So uh, we said a couple. I said a couple minutes ago, uh, Fab fell off. He's just doing mixtapes now. He's just having fun. So it's like who who's really who's really left to put up? Pop is dead. And, well, yeah. Pop Pop was popular in the underground, and he got yeah. mainstream after he died. So it's like. Fifty is not making. Fifty
2: don't got to make no more music either. So it's like I'm happy he's back on the radio with the pop smoke records.
3: Yeah, yeah, true. Same thing. It's good to hear him on that.
2: It's good to hear him that, and he has a new single out, which is which is promoting, you know, the uh, Kanan Power book.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, wait, Uh NLE Chopper. Yeah, that song is fire. Yeah, and that's a good way, you know, like how to like. Still keep the door open to the south. I know we spoke about it earlier, and um, pretty much to showcase these new guys because I've never heard of um, NLE Chopper's music before. I, I've seen them on the internet and stuff like that. But and even with Nas and Lil Dirt, when he had them on his album, I'm like, okay, you know, I've heard this name, and you know, let's see what they're about. And nah, I feel
1: like, I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm gonna admit I, I was a and Q, and Q could tell you I was a Chief Key fan when 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 Chief Keith first uh, came on the scene. with don't like? He's correct.
2: He's this what's up. Uh,
1: I um I'm familiar with Lil Durk. Like I've been listening to Lil Durk since 2013. So but I but like you, I was shocked to hear him on
3: a Nas joint because I'm like
4: that's a clash
3: of styles. Right. And there's guys like me who are like not into that kind of stuff, and I loop them in with pretty much whatever is going on now. You know, I don't have the knowledge of it, but when you have someone like Nas who puts him on that platform, you know maybe I got intrigued by him. Hey, let me see what's going on here with this guy and go on Spotify and search him up. And I may like his kind of stuff. And like, it's okay to like that kind of music, even if you're from New York. Cause like I said, like with the no limit stuff, I enjoyed that. I enjoy their brand of music and I'm from New York. It's just, I understood what I was getting into when I would purchase this music. So like, say like a little Dirk, like if I go listen to his stuff and I got intrigued off the Nas album, I pretty much know what to expect. You know, I don't want to, you know, um, opening CD. I'm living in back of the day. I don't want to go on Spotify and you know say like somebody from um from Brooklyn and I click on their music and I'm like, man, this shit sounds like it's, it's from the South. Like if I didn't know this dude was from Brooklyn, like I would think mm-hmm. he's from the South. And I just that's so, what I think so, is so wrong you, with New so York hip hop. So
1: you are you, you, talking about fresher?
3: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, dude, <laughs> that dude sound like he's from Atlanta, but yeah, that's T T. Move to Atlanta with all that. Go, you know, go over yeah. there. They got a market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gangstar did it. They wanted to, to get that New York appeal, so they moved to New York and started making our style of music. And we accepted them because they did it good. They did it really good. We claim them as one of ours. I mm-hmm. still do. I don't say, like, yeah, you know, these guys from, like, the East Coast and, and down South, like, Texas and Massachusetts. Nah, I claim those guys as New Yorkers because they did New York music better than some New Yorkers.
2: There you go. What does that tell you?
3: You could do New York music better than New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's possible and you know even with the whole auto tune and stuff but i'm saying just just take that down there do it with their market and the listeners and everybody who hears the radio man y'all gotta just y'all gotta speak up man if y'all really ain't feeling this kind of stuff because like i said where i work in the barbershop people just complain about the radio all day and all oh, you know it's the same song but it's like do something about it you know i had exactly. i had the luxury you know I, i'm not up on game i just got up on it but i'm um, like serious radio and um LJ's L O Cool J's rock the belt the belt. I love oh it. Oh my god, Shout man. Why why can't that be mainstream radio? Why, why can't we have a channel like that on FM radio? You know, like that's no. not fair Thank to you. us.
1: Actually, there is a there is an FM um radio channel that yo Q, what's the na- What's that station, bro? Me and you, you was listening to it in the car. About, night. Are you talking about
2: 103.9? Yes, they play they play throwback rap, bro. They do, especially every weekend, but I want to hear it every day. After, like, is, oh, yeah, out. they only on the weekends. That's right. Yeah,
3: I was about to say, is that at a certain time? Because I know, um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I think it was like um, 96.7 or 95 something. And it was only on at midnight to um, 2 o'clock. And uh, Stretch and Bobito had that right. time slot there yes. in that particular. And, you know, we don't have that all day long, you know, like, and we shouldn't have to anticipate it for the weekends, you know, like, Thank all you. this stuff that's being thrown in our face, like, we should have an alternative. And we don't have that on New York on New York Radio or any radio at that other than XM or Sirius Radio. And that's not right. That's not fair for you know the OG hip hop fans. You guys remember how Power 1051 first started? Like first oh, yeah. started? Mm-hmm. I remember.
2: They were completely different to where they were at now. They would have like, you know, the old school, like yep. and they would promote it throughout throughout the show broadcast. And they started off like that and then they gradually drifted towards where we at right now hmm. Just playing every the same song or like you go to one station, then you go
3: to the next one, you're hearing the same song again. It's like, oh, right. Man. And, you know, like I like the baby, he's cool, but I shouldn't have to hear him nine times a day. The same song. Thank he you. has more in his catalog. Like, why don't y'all play like stuff off the album or stuff off like whatever project he has instead of playing that one song? It's like y'all That's are shoving good. this down our throat. That's, it ain't, right, it ain't that, fair it, for the it,
2: listeners. And that's what I don't like. I don't like that either. That that and, and that's our only point. I agree. Yo, let,
1: but let me it's funny y'all brought up Nas not too long ago, but you realize like Nas album dropped, and he's not even getting played on mainstream New York radio. Like ain't, ain't that crazy. About,
3: ain't, ain't that crazy. King's talking about King's, Kings, you talking about King's disease? Yes, sir. And They'll play Ultra Black, but they'll play it like two times, three times a day in comparison to these other songs that play like 16, 20 times a day. It's not the fair. only
2: the, the only other song I heard on the radio, but not too
3: much, was Spicy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I mean I guess because who's on it with him?
3: Yeah, Fabio Foreign and um ASAP Ferg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually not a bad track. I enjoy it. And it, it does have a New York summer kind of vibe and stuff. I I, I like that track. And um but they yeah. still don't play it as much as um Young Thug these other guys, I, I, Jack Harlow, all these new cats, like Jack Harlow's. A, Jack Harlow's actually pretty fucking dope. He's he's all right. He's I, I just don't want to hear him twenty times a day, yo, but he's yo, all right.
1: Yo, Q, didn't I put you under that? You and T.O. under that Jack Harlow song, bro?
3: And you you told, did.
1: You, you said What's dude poppin'. had flow.
2: Say that you again.
1: Just, I said you said dude had flow. Yeah. You know why I fuck with Jack Harlow? Si- sidebar. Uh that song Ghost. He um. He took DJ Drama's gangster grill sound bites and put that shit in the song. Why? I have no idea, but that shit sounded uh dope to me. Like you can tell he
2: respects the culture. You know what just dawned on me who 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 was one of the hottest from New York? Even though I don't have any of her records. I wasn't a big fan or anything like that. But the radio was playing the shit out of her music. Cardi. I was going with Nikki. Mm. oh yeah we know you don't like i can't i can't i can't hate on Nicki minaj's in that way because they kept they they played her music a lot yeah so she was doing very very well i mean naturally you know you have your run and everything you mentioned cardi how do y'all feel about cardi
1: yeah i'm not a fan of her music Uh, i'm
3: not i'm i'm not a fan but i'm also um i can respect the grind and hustle that she has, I just don't think that she's like the best personality or representation for women either. I and agree. It, it, it's not at, just but. yeah, it's not just the presentation. I mean, you say what you want, but like just her professionalism, her vocabulary, and you know, it, it just it's it making it like it, it's making it okay for like women to or young girls rather, because they're the biggest audience to to not be educated or to talk a certain way or right. Uh, uh, that That's I'm not my problem with her. That's yeah, my problem. And, and, and plus, you guys
2: are wrestling fans as, as well as I am. You guys, you guys heard about the thing that was going on with Lacey? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, she went yeah. off. She went off. Unnecessary. Come on. That was unnecessary. Like, talk about this. She's yeah. she not going to let no white woman talk to her like that. <laughs> bad, <laughs> Why bad, have to bad, get to that bad, necessity? bad. You know bad what? idea. Bad. Of, Don't do that. Lacey
1: was just in character, man. Right. right.
3: Kayfabe, come on. It's super ignorant, man. Everything around (laughs) Cardi B is is ignorance. And to a point, like, you know, you could say that about, like, hip-hop music. It does have its ignorance. But off the mic, guys like Ice Cube, you know, these guys are educated, man. Like, you can hold a conversation with them. And, you know, they could say what they want on their records. And that's where they came from. But if you, you know, do business or you see these guys, like, taking care of stuff outside of hip-hop, these guys are great representations. These guys are entrepreneurs. Someone like Cardi you know. Yeah. Thank you, sir no no go ahead go ahead Go ahead. no someone like cardi b i just feel like personally it's not a good representation for like for the little girls for the women out here because i have nieces i have young nieces 14 and 12 and you know they're from detroit but they know cardi b and they like you know you tell them like oh they're an artist from new york they're gonna say cardi b because like that's what's out there but i feel like that's not the best representation for them to be listening to like just the the ignorance i agree i agree Mm -hmm. and again you know
2: i mean she makes hit records her grind and hustle, respect. I respect all that. Word. She's not lyrical, lyrical. And, and again, you don't have to be. You know, like you don't got to do that. But see, see, but but, that, her but, that, but, but, but but that's the point, though. I'm not because, a fan of her technique, is what I'm saying as well.
1: Because you I'll say she's that. not lyrical. What has no. New York rap been known for all this time? For exactly, exactly, time, exactly. Right. And where's she from?
0: She's the from Bronx. the
2: birthplace. Of the, she's from the birthplace of all this stuff. Right. Come on, tradition. Like, I would not expect and again, it, it's just like what I was telling people, because you mentioned it, E. Hip-hop can also be very misogynistic, very violent. Yes, you yes, you have that. Yep. However, however, we know what we expect when we hear a Cardi B record. We know what she's gonna talk about. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't expect to hear nothing impressive as far as
2: metaphors or wordplay. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And again. To add on with what you said about Ice Cube, you know who stunned a lot of people with their their intellect in interviews when Ice T was on Oprah. Mm.
4: This
2: is I, and this is the epicenter of Ice T. This is this is Gangster Rap. Mm. Ice T. He stunned the hell out of Oprah. Oprah thought he was just some gangster from the block. No, right. Ice T can articulate and talk very well. Yep, Good. he's the professional.
4: Word up.
1: So yeah, a lot of these. Well, well, Ice, well. As far as Ice Cube goes, he's got a he had a bachelor's in architecture, so like, back to your businessman. Yeah, that man, that man is, and a lot of these like old school cats like uh, are 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 not like dumb idiots,
2: you know. But even but, fifty, even fifty can conduct himself in interview very well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's most definitely. It. He's done it with Larry King and everybody else. He even talked to Gail 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 King for God's sakes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. But, um, but nah, but, but as far as like, as far as like, well, who does New York have today? Like, it's, it's crazy. Cause like a lot of these new, York, like what you said earlier, especially with the, the dudes in Buffalo, like New York as a whole is just like really, really struggling right
3: now. Cause a lot of the hit records ain't coming out of New York. That's sad. And I don't mean to say this cause I'm being biased, but like the homie Mike Picasso makes really good music. Shit, even Nivlak, I heard some of his stuff too And these Uh, are New York guys Word, and these are New York guys, you know what I'm saying And, you know, not to be biased on other friends of the show But, like, these guys actually have good quality music, man And it's like it'd be harder for them to get on because they're not doing like the auto tune. They're not doing like the singy songy stuff, but like there's guys like us, this podcast, you know, who have appreciation to that genre of music. And that's once again, what I'm saying about the listeners, man, we need to push and promote that kind of stuff, man. So it can come to the forefront so we can normalize that kind of type of music again, man. And you see, and and, I
2: mean, I mean, um, candy man, my bad. No, it's all good. No, um, add on to that. And, and then you can do your thing to add on to what he was saying. Easy access to getting on. Because before you had to grind and go to the stations and send your demo. Now all you need is YouTube. Right. Now you gotta do is just upload whatever. Or a SoundCloud. That's it. Yeah, true. It's different. Totally. You don't even even have to go in a studio no more. You can just make your home. You see? Big, 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 big difference now. And
1: when Fruit Loops came out, everybody and their moms could have been a producer. Oh, yeah.
3: Dope program. Oh, yeah. There you
2: go. There you go. You see what I'm saying? It's totally different now with that. Now, now, nowadays, it's like certain people who are in the rap game, we're looking at it like, how'd you make it? Hey,
1: How are yeah, you no. And, and like the funny, the funny, funny story that y'all brought up, Niblack, like even though, even though that's my boy, like in high school, we used to be in the ciphers with, with ourselves, a couple people just, just trying to kick rhymes. And like, it was, I'll never forget one day. It was, I, 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 like, everybody was just asking everybody's opinion on each other. And like, you know, dude, dude told me I was whack at one point. This is back in like
4: 2007.
1: But, <laughs> but like when he said that, I was like, oh, y'all, y'all, New York niggas, y'all, y'all foul, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I, I realized my subject matter and my rhyme style was different. So I was like, all right. I, like, now that I'm older and I look back at it, um. I realize, but yo, shout outs to um Nivlak and Picasso, man. Like shout out to bros, man. They want yeah, 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 to yeah, great, great coupon. Go get that great Poupon. Yeah,
3: man. He's working, baby. Picasso is working, working. man.
1: Yo, go Nivlac Nivlak just dropped Ghost. Like, go, go, go listen
3: to that. That shit, that shit is mm-hmm. fire. He got a All couple right, other man. shits in the bag too, man. I can't wait till he releases them joints.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he's dropping it little by little. Go support Listen, I, I I
1: I was listening to Nivlac back when he was when he first came on the scene as CJ Guns. My man, my man had heat from the beginning, bro. But um, but now nah, like, but but New York though, like, is is I feel like New York is underrepresented because, like I said, right now the most popular New York artists ain't even alive because people they play the shit out of Pop Smoke records on the radio.
2: Yep, that's true.
1: Yep. And, and, it, and it's sad because, and, and it, it makes me wonder, like, will New York come back as the most prominent rap city ever? I don't, I personally don't think so. Especially the closest, yeah, go ahead. Not to cut you off, but that whole controversy a couple of years back when Kendrick said he was the king of New York.
3: Oh like, my God.
1: To me, to me, that was embarrassing because...
3: I didn't like that.
1: You you let a dude from Compton tell you he's a kid in New
4: York.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know something? I laughed when I
2: heard that. No, you know and the why? worst part is the worst part is nobody from New York was able to step up and and tell him off. There was some records that came from New York. That I mean, I mean, Joel Ortiz said something. But it a really bad Joel Ortiz next to Kendrick, bro. Kendrick. Was... It didn't, and, and and that's the thing. It didn't hit the radar like it should have hit the radar. Because the OGs didn't have a problem with it. Right, right. If they said something about it, then that's different. But, yeah, they didn't say one thing. But you know what? To point that out, you know who else said something like that? But in a different matter. Corrupt.
4: Mm.
2: Because when said. corrupt, corrupt, and, 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 and this goes to one of your favorite platforms, Candyman, Vlad TV. You guys remember that corrupt interview? Oh, yeah. hmm They asked him, they asked him about Kendrick Lamar saying what he said. Yo, corrupt went ballistic because he said, when I reference King of New York, I'm not talking about a rapper. I'm talking about Christopher Walken, Frank White, the movie. But just because I'm from the West Coast and I said a line like that, y'all automatically think I'm dissing y'all city. No, I'm not with Kendrick when he said that because a lot of his favorite rappers come from New York as a fan i didn't take it any way i felt what he said was you know what i'm saying i could be up to that level as one as as a king as one of the greats like the king of like the kings of new york or what have you that's how i took it because that same record he shouted out J Cole, Big Crit, but he's like, "I'm trying to kill y'all, y'all my boys, but I'm trying to be even better than you." That's that hunger,
3: that's that competition. That's how I took it. See, I see it a little bit different. I mean, Go ahead, maybe I don't know. Like you know, me, me and me and you, Chris. You know, we like a, a year, a couple years apart. So like sometimes you know we vibe out on the same like subject matter. Yes, um, but this one in particular, as as an MC. I just kind of took it like, so you're saying you're better than all of the rappers that are out here now. And, of course, to a point, he ha- he, he was right because he was getting more spins than any of these guys out here. And why oh. it hurt so much and guys like Joel Ortiz to respond is because he was on to something. And even as an MC myself, like, I looked at it like, damn, yo, he's right. You know, shit, I wrote a 20-bar piece about him, you know, just because uh, – just because I'm from out here, and I'm like, yo, I want to defend my city. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And I spit it on Alive and stuff like that. But still, like, you know, there's guys like us, you know, like who, who just don't take that shit laying down, you know, as an MC. And I didn't look at it like, yo, if I see Kendrick, you know, I got some words, I got a body, I'm going to body him. Nah, I looked at it more from a competi- competitive aspect of being an MC and being in right New York, and he, and, and, and he was right. I'll humbly say, like, yo, at the time when he said that line, he was right. But more, more MCs that are out there who have a bigger platform, I feel it was it was right for them to step up, like, you know, Joel Ortiz and you I know a couple other him. local guys who, who who clap back at him and stuff like that. And even you know, Papoose, Papoose. Yeah, Papoose there you go. See, that's what I was thinking of, too. You know, and he may or may not have heard it, but I, I can I can kind of attest for like these guys stepping up for our city. And nobody from outside of New York should be coming and saying that they're the king of New York, no matter how many radio spins or fans or anything like that, without one of us stepping up and, and saying something even if it's like the underground guys and guys you never heard of totally get that. Understand. we shouldn't let this happen and we should make better quality music and support our local artists
4: right see but but, but yeah, the better quality sure.
3: music that but again that falls back to the way that the the audience
1: and the mainstream has been conditioned like that's one thing I feel like you can't help. you can't help what people are gonna want to listen to and you can't help what people's musical tastes are gonna be. Right. And of course, the radio and the media. What are they gonna do? They're going to, they're gonna, they're gonna push whatever is gonna get them listens. Yeah. So, like, even if like tomorrow we wake up and and New York is back to like the lyricism of of and and the sound of the '90s, I feel like it'll fall off even harder than it was than it is now. If, if they if they went back to that type of music, that's just my opinion though. Like people like us will listen to it, but. Your, your, yeah, your, average, your average 15-year-old girl who uh, that listens to Hot 97 she'll
3: probably turn the radio on. <laughs> See, and you're onto something with being conditioned, but at the same time with these guys like Benny, Conway, and, you know, we from New York, so, you know, all we do know is New York out here, but I hear it all the time, guys coming in and out the barbershop talking about Benny and Conway, but at the same time, like... Are y'all supporting them for real? Are y'all sharing their music? Are, right. y'all buy, are y'all buying their music? So once again, it's to the listeners too, man. You know we got to step up
4: because you know, someone.
3: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
2: My bad.
4: No, no,
3: no. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Someone I'm like chain, like Chain Noir. I've spoken about her on on podcasts. Um. Prior to this, she's amazing. She is a dope artist and she talks about the pain, the struggle and and black women representation very, very well. It's a shame that people out there have not heard of this woman and see her work. And, you know, like I said, once again, that just goes to the listener, you know, being lazy and not and not really showing love to the music and. You know, DJs and all this stuff on Hot ninety seven. Them, they're not gonna play somebody like Shane Noir on a regular day, even though she has songs that could be played throughout the day. But they're just not gonna do it. And Correct. you know, they're they're part of the blame too, man. Big, well, big, Let, big, me, big, big let me let
1: me ask you this though: You think them boys from Buffalo and Griselda, like if you went to Memphis or you went to Houston? And you and you turned on the radio. You ain't hear. You ain't gonna hear them either. I doubt Hell anybody no.
2: outside of New York knows who they are. But you uh, know what else too? You know what else, too? And, 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 and also to add with that, dog, yeah. the sound scans, the CDs. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 the outlets. Like
3: yeah, you're right.
2: I like and and, and correct me. I don't know if it's out there, but are there any hard copies of Conway's? You know, joint of Benny yeah, joint but I you gotta know where to get
1: them. Like uh, um. I, I I brought I know I talked about get on down before, but get on yeah. down has all this stuff.
2: And you know and you know that that's crazy? I gotta do that. I should be able to walk in the best buy and go get it. Right. That's another yeah. problem.
1: Yeah, but you know these major stores, they only gonna sell they only gonna sell what moves.
2: And that that right that's my point right there. They're only gonna sell what moves. I wanna but, support my local artists on hard copy.
1: Well, if you want to support her, you, you better you better go
2: on Amazon or you better and, hit up your On and, down. And, and that's, that's bad, though. That's bad, though. It's good, but it's also bad. Because it but I feel you like, you know,
3: it's not completely dead because, you know, there is a core audience that does listen to guys like Conway and Griselda and stuff. Like, like you said, like in Memphis, you know, they may not be playing that on the radio, but I'm sure you go around and you know because these guys do shows and that's another important thing on I'm trying to keep like this thing alive is and what's hurting us also the pandemic but like doing the shows man like used to get their name out there and you know they go city to city performing and you know they may not be in like an MSG kind of event or venue whatever but like these guys do sell out like these little um like hard rock cafe or like bb king kind of joints you know and thank uh, you shout out pandemic... my boy Ralph shout out yes, my boy sir. Ralph because because we was in New York and we and
2: and and, and... We went to see Big Crick when Big Crick came to New York. Was that at um SOB's? I or believe it was I believe it was SOB's that think. Okay. It was a yeah. while ago. It, it it was it was it was it was for one of his albums, but he came to New York. The place the place was packed, you know what I'm saying? And,
4: and, yeah. and
3: like you said, the shows. He came here and it was dope. Yeah, you know these guys have their audiences, and you know the pandemic doesn't help out either because like now there's no shows and stuff like that. So I, I feel like it's kind of like further burying the New York hip hop kind of sound too, man. Correct.
1: Yeah. Well, so let me ask you a question: Go around the room. E, we start with you first. You think
3: New York can make a comeback? Ah, uh, the pandemic definitely hurt everything with the touring and the shows and everything. But um, I don't think so. Because I feel like our shot was with Griselda, you know, and, like, they do well as far as being respected, like, in the game and everything like that. But as far as, like, promoting and them being on the radio, I I think it's a wrap, man. I think everyone's just kind of waiting for the new wave, whether it be the mumble rap or auto-tune or or being a rapper and a singer at the same time. Drake. I just, yeah, I just feel like we're just not going to be at that level again, man.
1: What about you, Q? And stop, and stop hating on Drizzy, man.
3: I'm not hating
2: on Drake. No, 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 no. That wasn't a shot. Because it was at a time where he's the hottest out, and he ain't from this country.
1: That's true. Boys from Canada.
2: He kept getting all these spins, all this play. That, and, and, and I'm just going with East Point. They're looking for that one. They're looking for that one person to just take control of everything. And Drake, hot. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not a big fan like that, like I've stated, but I respect the man's grind and social music. I think we can... But it takes more than just one. Besides Griselda, we need more. We need need more people to get up there and get up on it and come together in solidarity as far as for the state, for the region. We need more people to come together in order for that to work. There are people,
1: but like... But like and see I don't blame Joey badass for slowing down the music because it's like what's the point of doing it if ain't nobody no, gonna... we need
2: more I'm talking about collabos we need, we need we need we need more of that people to come together like that in that sense yes, there are people but let's get let and and shout out to DMX because his new album he said he got he got he got Griselda on there he also got pop smoke on there on a the feature too right I mean I mean it might not be on the radio but it's good to see something like that. We need to see more of that. Is what I'm saying. I think we can do a lot with that.
1: Okay, and uh, yeah, I think it's over for New York, man. Like, like, I think, like, 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 look at the top three rappers out right now as as far as popularity. Um, right. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. Like yeah. that's that's Canada, Compton, and in North Carolina, bro. Like, <laughs>
2: there you go. Right, the three hottest right.
1: out. Like it, it's. I don't even think anybody from New York is coming close to their level of popularity right now. So and it's been and it's been that way for a while cuz like you said after after 50 in 2007 like who really has there been that's been close. Like, you know nobody? why? You
2: know what though? If Drake, Kendrick and Cole came out with a group name it would it would be called Triple S. Triple S,
1: Sales,
2: sales Singles and Spins.
1: Hey, that, that that's uh I'm not gonna doubt you on that one.
2: Cause they got it. They got the sales, they got the singles, and they got the spins on the radio.
1: Yep. And, and it's crazy because the I feel like if the the radio controls the narrative, honestly. It's two people. The radio controls the narrative and the listeners control control what's getting heard. Because the radio the radio could put out whatever they want, but if the listeners ain't listening when a certain record come on, that record is getting shelved. So we need another
2: loud records, guys. Yeah, I we need something. another
1: loud records. Well, somebody
2: call Steve Rifkin because look at you see, that's what's missing. And 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 look what they were going up against, they were going up against these majors, even though you know, loud 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 could be looked at like an indie. Look at what they were able to come out with. We need yeah. another one of those.
1: Wow, and even the record, even the record company game ain't what it used to be. The industry has changed so much. Like yep. it's it's gonna be hard for New York to get back on top.
2: Yep. But, Word. Yeah, man.
1: Hey, man. Maybe, uh, maybe through our platform we can help it. Um, but yeah, if, 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 and I'll, I'll put it out there, like, cause cause we've interviewed artists on this show before. So if you if you if you got if you got music and you think you got flame, hit us up. These uh, these jokers be hitting us up in the DM on Instagram all the oh, time, man. <laughs> Yeah. Rapp, rap, rapping about taking Xanax,
2: and,
3: yeah. then, and
2: then thinking they can get an interview on the Rap Lab. <laughs> yeah,
3: this ain't like the show that. for you.
2: No, it's not. But yeah, open invitation. Any 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 rappers out there, come on to the Rap Lab podcast. Put us on to your music. Bring it. And if Bring we what tell you got. Y'all,
1: and if we and and, and and here's a heads up for y'all folks out there uh if we tell y'all that we focus on old school type sounds don't don't tell us in response well you make music that
3: sound like three six mafia <laughs> lock you at <in> a heartbeat
4: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah we get a lot of that in the dms on the instagram man it's it's kind of entertaining but yeah come with some heat man come with something that stands out and you know we'll gladly show some love as long as you show love back too it's not a one-sided thing man you know yeah and like most most
1: most definitely don't uh just, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not a good look. And and if we tell you that there's a fee required and you're not on no record label, don't talk about you gonna get a record. You need a requisite for a hundred dollars,
4: <laughs> right? Word.
1: So, uh, with that being said, uh, fellas, y'all got anything to say
3: in closing or, or shall we wrap this up? Support your local artists, support, Pres- support your PC. local artists. Rest in peace, my homie Sean Banner. You know, he wasn't down with the music, but he was down with uh, the sports, and he used to go to all the minor league games, and that support right there, man. I wish people had more heart and more drive like him to, like, support what they're into. So if yep. you're into, like, a local artist, share, give a like, save the page, show some love to him.
0: Oh,
1: by the way, before, now that you brought him up, yo, RIP the dude. I used to see him uh, at the Oaks Lodge watching wrestling uh, every yeah, time he, I was a referee out there. So yo, uh,
2: R. R. the, R. the yeah. mayor of Astoria. Oh, yeah. Rest no, in peace no. to him. Much love to him. And like everybody been saying, support your favorite. Share, comment, like, put people on to their stuff. Man, it goes a yep. long way.
1: Yep, Let's and uh, all we ask, y'all don't gotta buy merch. Y'all don't even gotta li- Well, we want y'all to listen, but y'all don't even
3: gotta listen. Like, subscribe, and share the
1: link. That's all save, I ask.
3: Save the page, too. That helps us out a lot. Like, you save, like, the little clips that we post throughout the week. That helps.
1: Yep, absolutely. And uh, with that being said, uh, uh, if anybody got any comment on us, hit us up, raplabpod at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Instagram and, uh, tell us what we missed. Or if y'all think we bugging and y'all don't think New York fell off, um, yeah, just tell us your opinion. And, uh, with that being said, we are out. Peace. Peace.